Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair for this very special week of Christmas Reflections. The inspiration for these seven episodes comes from the ancient church prayers called the O Antiphons. Each one is based on the titles for Jesus found in the prophecies of the book of Isaiah. Traditionally, these were sung during the evening prayers on the seven days leading up to the Feast of the Nativity. My prayer is that these ancient words will draw us near to God's heart this Christmas. Well, here we are, just four days until Christmas. One of the things I love about this season is driving on a snowy night and seeing all the lighted houses. Whether they're simple candles and windows or elaborate scenes that extend beyond the porches to garages and yards and driveways, my eyes and my heart are captured by the wonder of lights. I'm wondering if you find delight in Christmas lights. I'm wondering if you're eager and excited like a kid to get work finished this week and get the celebration started. But maybe you're not. Might there be something unsaid, undone, or something said or done that's blocking your joy, robbing you of the anticipation of the season? I think our prayer today might be helpful. Close your eyes, take a really deep breath, and listen. O day spring, splendor of eternal light, son of justice, come, shine on those who live in darkness and in the shadow of death. Come, Lord Jesus. Oh, dayspring. That's an old word we don't use anymore. It's a word for dawn, that time of day when light's just breaking over the horizon. The idea of light runs through the whole of the Bible. In the beginning, God spoke into a dark and chaotic void and created light. God led Israel out of slavery with the great light of a fire every night. Metaphorically, it's used to describe the presence of God's glory and God's holiness, God's goodness and love. In the Old Testament, the people and the prophets knew that what they were experiencing was darkness. They longed for light. God promised he would bring it. In the classic Christmas chapter in Isaiah 9, it says this, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Did you hear that? A light has dawned. Oh, that sounds like hope. That sounds like the darkness won't last forever. And we know that light is Jesus. In fact, he claimed the right to be called the light of the world. And then he turned around and told his disciples, you are the light of the world. We are supposed to look like a city on a hill, like Jerusalem sits up on top of a hill. The lights of the city shine brightly into the darkness of night as a haven for the weary and for the burdened and for the broken. But it's really hard for others to see the light in us when we're not shining. Sometimes it's unconfessed sin in our lives that covers up our lights. Sometimes we're walking through a hard situation and anxiety, illness, the loss of a loved one, an uncertain future. All of those things try to smother our light. Whatever it is today, I ask you to allow the light of Christ to fill your heart, to fill your mind. His light, it exposes our sin. His light uncovers what the eyes of our hearts can't see. His light overcomes the darkness. His light cannot be contained. It's meant not only to fill you, but to spill out onto others. So who will you shine on today, this week? The light of Christ in you has the power to shine far brighter than any of those twinkle lights. O dayspring, come, shine on those who live in darkness. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Thank you for joining me in my chair today. 
For more information on Christmas services online and in person, please visit hometownholidaylights.com. And may our hearts be filled with expectation. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Amen.